BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We're going to win New Hampshire and then we're going to defeat crooked Joe Biden. I want to make it a live free or die country. And we're not going to stop until we do it. The presidential primary between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley comes to a head today in New Hampshire. We take you there live as voters head to the polls for today's primary. And is back to business at St. Louis Lambert International Airport after yesterday's icy weather. What travelers can expect there this morning. Plus, that salt cake beneath your car this morning from yesterday's wintry mix could cause problems down the road. The damage if left untreated. Welcome back on this Bowtie Tuesday. It's January 23rd. You're watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you for waking up with us this morning. We're going to start with a live look at our roof camera. Uh, and we're also going to get a check of that forecast with meteorologist Angela Huddy. She's on the Lakeside Renovation and Design Weather Deck. Things are much better this morning, Angela. Much better. Two big factors. The first being we are above freezing. That is the great news. We're going to stay above freezing all day today. The second bit of good news is that those heavier rains from last night and overnight that we were hearing maybe helped to lull you to sleep last night as we headed off to bed. Those are done as well. We've seen that move off to the east and to the northeast. So out the door, yes, kiddos, yes, teachers. You will be back to school today, whether it's work or school, send you out the door this morning. Lots of clouds, some mist and drizzle around, some fog around this morning. So do keep that in mind. Lots of clouds around right through the afternoon. Temperatures this morning are on the chillier side, but again, above freezing, mid-30s. Highs will be in the mid-40s this afternoon. And after our recent cold, that 45 may not feel all that bad. We've got another round of rain on the way for later on tonight. We'll show you that with future casts coming up in just a bit. Right now, let's check on these wet, not icy roads here on our Tuesday with Callista. Yes, wet, not icy, but certainly filled with lots of signal issues uh, around the map right now. But what else you need to worry about? So if you're taking 44 East at 141 right now, we're getting reports that there's a big pothole. You can see uh, several cars pulled off to the side. So use extra precautions should you be moving through that area. What else is going to slow you down starting at the hour? We have a lane closure uh, on Manchester Road in that De Pere area from Geyer to Bope. This is going on from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, and eastbound and westbound, two lane closures between that 270 off-ramp and Lindemann going on from 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, the following day. So again, this all starting up within the hour. A look at 270 at Manchester right now, though. So travel not looking bad. Uh, we are accident-free 170, 70, 64, and 44. Back to you. Happening right now, St. Louis Lambert International Airport is busy. They're trying to play catch up from yesterday's icy cancellations. Now the Power of Two's Chris Renier is live at Lambert right now with what he's finding out this morning. And Chris, uh, how are things going right now? A lot smoother than yesterday, Blair. Good morning to you, John. Good morning to you as well. You know, we're learning that there are a lot of people who will be flying out of Lambert today who simply could not get out. Yesterday, we are inside Terminal 2 here this morning. Take a look. It is in full gear here at the Southwest Terminal. This is, of course, where a lot of the passenger traffic is here at Lambert. Southwest, of course, among the airlines 
who were really hit hard yesterday by all of these cancellations due to the ice and the wintry weather that really brought things to a stand here, standstill here for a while. We can show you some video that we took a little bit earlier this morning. Lots of people out here getting an early start after they could not fly out yesterday. Southwest workers telling me a little earlier this morning that they are hoping for a much smoother day today than yesterday. And so far they are getting just that. The website FlightAware showing only four cancellations at Lambert here today and one delay. Three of those cancellations are on inbound flights coming in to Lambert here on Southwest. We can also show you a video from yesterday. As all of the problems here were unfolding, 41% of departing flights and 35% of arrivals into Lambert yesterday were canceled according to FlightAware because of the weather. You may recall all three runways were iced over and completely shut down at five yesterday morning. One of those runways reopened by eight, then the other two reopened by two yesterday afternoon. The impact on passengers was of course dramatic We've been speaking with many people out here this morning whose plans were significantly altered by those cancellations and delays. We talked earlier with the Dotsons from Questwood. They were supposed to go to Cancun yesterday, but never made it off the ground. They are back this morning for round two. Ours was delayed. It said delayed, and a lot of the flights said canceled, so we were still really hopeful. So we were settling in, waiting for our time. We saw our pilot. We were hopeful. And then after about 45 minutes of sitting there on the delay, they said, no, it's canceled. So it was a lot of phone calls and standing in lines and figuring out what we were going to do today. Uh, we just had to deal with a deep depression. <laughs> <laughs> no, just uh, plan for the next day and try to get out of here again. And the docks is optimistic they're going to make it to Cancun today. They're going through Houston, so hopefully they'll make it to their destination. Lambert spokesperson telling me, as always, the key here is to make sure and check with your carrier to ensure that your flight is on time today so you know what's going on. For now, live at Lambert, I'm Chris Fernier. All right, hope they make it out there, Chris. 605 is your time. Well, with warmer temperatures, you have a chance now to get all of that salt off your cars. The salt helps to make the road safer, of course, but it can damage your car. And Fox 2's Laura Simon is live in downtown with how to prevent that from happening. Good morning to you, Laura. Good morning to you, Blair. Good morning, everyone. When it's no longer serving its purpose, salt is not only an eyesore, it can get on our clothes, it can get on our shoes, especially those black shoes. I've been wearing a lot of Ugg boots and they are kind of ruined from all this salt on the roads. But the bigger issue here is salt can cause some long-term damage to your vehicle. We've seen salt on the road pretty much all month long as we have seen a lot, a lot of winter weather systems throughout the month of January. And this past one was a little bit different. We've seen some freezing rain and now rain here this morning. So this salt can not only be annoying, but it can leave some nicks and dents and scratches on your car. It also gets beneath your car. So this is a big issue. So the key is to make sure that you find a car wash that sprays the undercarriage of your vehicle so that doesn't cause any long-term problems. And salt helps melt some of the ice and keep our drivers safe. By the time the ice is gone, the salt leaves behind quite a mess. Road salts work by lowering the freezing point of water, preventing ice from forming. But if your car looks like the ones we're showing you here in this video, it's not just the appearance you should be concerned about. 
Water from the ice and snow can lead to rust and the salt only makes it worse. It can also lead to corrosion of brake and fuel lines. And according to AAA, Americans spend billions on car repairs because of rust damage caused by de-icers each year. Oscar Walther has been a car mechanic for nearly a decade and says winter driving can lead to expensive repairs. Rust can form within 10 minutes of exposure and salt will just make that tenfold. I've seen whole subframes just swinging and dangling and they were just all completely rusted out. Yeah, it is getting everywhere, but I never really thought about how it would actually affect my car, like mechanically. So at least some of the rain that we've had this morning has washed away some of the salt, but it still is important to go ahead and get a car wash so that undercarriage of your car is cleaned thoroughly and doesn't lead to any long-term damage because, again, the salt can lead to some costly repairs. Reporting live near downtown St. Louis this morning, I'm Laura Simon. Thank you, Laura. 607, checking in for Nissan Roadrunner Nick Lopez. And Nick is moving a lot more, uh, a lot more smoothly this morning. Nick, how are things going so far? Yeah, that's, that's right, Blair. I'm, I am moving a lot more smoothly this morning. Well, I don't know, though. The ice was pretty smooth yesterday. The car was slipping and sliding here and there. But right now, the roads are looking pretty good. I'm out here on 44, headed westbound, approaching Hampton Avenue. and. Things are moving pretty smoothly right now. I can see traffic going uh, about normal speed in the other direction headed eastbound. So there's no delays or backups or anything like that where I am at the moment. In the Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, back to you. There were more than two dozen water line breaks in St. Louis City. Roads closed and some homes lost water pressure. The city's water department says crews have responded to more than 40 breaks since last week, repairing 19 water lines. They're patching another 25. The larger breaks, they say, are the priority to restore water service quickly to as many homes as possible. Well, the Clayton School District uh, backed out of buying the Calaris property. The district brought the $20 million purchase agreement to the community less than a month ago. And they did have plans to turn the building into an empowerment campus project. Well, many people criticized the district for their lack of transparency uh, about the deal and how it would impact taxes. Well, the power of two, your local election headquarters, and today voters in New Hampshire are going to the polls for the nation's first primary. The race for Republican presidential nomination is now down to two people, former President Donald Trump and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Our Washington correspondent Rashad Hudson joins us now live from New Hampshire to show us where the race stands. Good morning to you. Blair, John, good morning to you. It is now down to the wire. Donald Trump and Nikki Haley have made their case as to why they should take on President Biden in November. But now it's in the hands of voters here in the Granite State. New Hampshire voters are very savvy. As the clock struck midnight, the tiny community of Dixville Notch kicked off New Hampshire's first in the nation Republican primary. It's a decades-long tradition. And a vote for Nikki Haley. But in the final hours, Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley sharpened her attacks against former President Trump. Chaos follows him, and we can't be a country in disarray and have a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. The former U.N. ambassador is now Trump's only only challenger for the GOP nomination. Haley tells voters it's time for a new generational leader. Are we really going to say that we're okay 
with having our options be two 80-year-olds that run for president? The latest polls show she faces an uphill battle, and Trump is painting Haley as unelectable in a general election matchup with President Biden. The radical left Democrats are supporting Nikki for one simple reason, because they know that she's very easy to beat. Both Haley and Trump are hoping to pick up votes from DeSantis supporters. Now we're down to two people. And I think one person will be gone probably tomorrow. And the other one will be gone in November. And today's primary could set the ballot for November's election. John Blair. All right, thank you so Thanks much, Rashad. Rashad.